Hello, my beautiful friends, and welcome to the Call Shelly podcast. I'm your host, Shelly Venable, life coach extraordinaire. I am so happy that you're tuning in today. Wherever you are, whatever your mindset when you push play, I hope that this podcast will leave you better off than when you started. I have to say that today's episode is probably the most requested topic ever in the history of the Call Shelly podcast. Can you even? (laughs) And because of that, the topic has been on my list for quite a while. But then this week, I organically started thinking about my own work-life balance. And as a result, started preparing and planning to talk about it with you this week. But then even more of you requested this episode. So it just feels like the stars have perfectly aligned to talk about it right now, today. So let's talk about work-life balance, shall we? First and foremost, what even is work-life balance? And is it possible in 2023? Well, according to the Cambridge Dictionary, Work-life balance is defined as the amount of time you spend doing your job compared with the amount of time you spend with your family and doing things you enjoy. In other words, a perfect work-life balance would mean that you aren't spending more time working than you are spending time on the rest of your life. At the very least, to keep the scale balanced, You'd have to spend an equal amount of time working as you do having fun or enjoying your fabulous life, right? So let's do some quick math and determine if this is even possible, just like logistically so, okay? If you work 40 hours a week, nine to five, that leaves you with roughly around five hours, give or take a night to enjoy your life before bedtime. So that's five days times five hours, which is 25 hours a week. And that's not including any hours before work that you might have time to yourself. Also, side note, more reason to get up earlier if you can to add more hours to the scale. (laughs) Then with the weekend, you can certainly make up the 15 hours getting you to that 40 hour mark of life without work. Ding, ding, ding. It is in fact possible, guys, to live at least as much as you work. I just had to settle that to see if it was even possible. And it is. For most of us, most of the time, it is totally possible to have a healthy work-life balance. Now for the hard part, the how. How do we do it? The how is, in a lot of ways, personal preference, but will all likely include creating boundaries of some sort. Boundaries, plural. Let me preface this by saying every boundary I've created to date around work is the result of me having no work boundaries, terrible work-life balance earlier in my career. I learned all this the hard way, okay? (laughs) 
So learn from my wisdom, learn from my mistakes. So here are some of my boundaries for better work-life balance. Number one, I do not have my work email or Slack, Teams, whatever, the messaging system for work set up on my phone. Let me repeat that. I do not have my work email or Slack on my phone at all. And I'm a director level at my job. The reason that my work email is not on my phone is because if it was, I'd check it. And it would certainly bleed into my precious, limited personal time. And it would certainly take up brain space off hours, probably creating unneeded stress and anxiety too. And I don't know about you, but I don't need any help with that. I'm already thinking about work too much. My brain, your brain needs time away from work so that it's fresh when it's time to work. Capiche? Number two, all of my work text threads are always on do not disturb. Yep, those two. They have to be. (laughs) If someone needs to contact me and it's an emergency, they will call me. And listen, most work things will never be an emergency. Never. Most work emails, texts, tasks, tasks can wait until the next workday at 9 a.m. Trust me. If someone is abusing that boundary, talk to them about it. Just because they have poor work-life balance doesn't mean you have to, too. Number three, my husband and I really try not to talk about work too much. Like we talk about our days, the highs and lows, but we don't spend a lot of our free time talking about work. And honestly, I love that so much. Again, work already naturally takes up a lot of my thoughts. I legitimately and intentionally have to unplug from it off hours so that I'm a better, clearer, happier person when my work day begins. Make some boundaries, guys. It's the best. Maybe for you, that's sticking to a hard start and stop time for work. Maybe that means you need to work on your time management. Maybe that means you need to stop being so perfectionistic. Speaking of perfectionistic, when I was in art school, I used to pull all-nighters all the time. (laughs) I couldn't unplug because I wanted every single one of my projects to be perfect, flawless, like even projects that weren't even that important. And at the time, I loved just getting into the flow and losing track of time, and I was in love with all of it. But y'all, that's just not a sustainable way to live. So I told myself that almost perfect was good enough. I told myself that almost perfect was good enough. I mean, I'm always going to want everything that I do to be excellent. I just am. It's who I am. I can't get rid of that. But if I'm losing too much sleep over it, it's not worth it to me. My mental health is more important to me than being perfect. I said it. Okay. Number four, not everyone will be able to do this, but I clean my house and do the laundry and go to the grocery store, all of that. 
before the weekend begins. That way my house is clean and I don't have to waste my precious free time cleaning on the weekend and my house is clean for me to chill in it and my, and my refrigerator is full too. <laughs> like the weekend is me time. Fun and quality time with Douglas, my husband, that's it. Y'all, I'm trying to maximize my life time. And in doing so, it makes my work life feel more balanced. So try it. Maximize your life, your living time too. Number five, I don't work on the weekends. I mean, I know that this doesn't, not everybody can do this because not everybody is nine to five. But if you are a nine to five person, don't work on the weekends. <laughs> I do spend some of, I do spend some time on Sundays preparing for my week ahead by creating like a overarching to-do list, but I don't check my emails and I don't work on projects. I make my to-do list almost like a brain dump so that I get everything out of my brain that I need to accomplish. And so I don't just think about it all day on Sunday and have the Sunday scaries. Y'all, I don't even crack my laptop open. The weekends are for unplugging and for recharging. That's it. That way I'm energized and inspired for my week ahead. Number six, this is a new goal I made this year but I'm taking every single one of my PTO days. Even if that means I take time off to go nowhere and do nothing. (laughs) I actually did that recently and it was so life-giving. I can't recommend it enough. I intentionally didn't make a bunch of plans or put a lot of expectations on myself. I travel a good bit for work and personally, so staying home feels really good to me, luxurious even. But taking your paid time off is so important for your overall well-being. Some of you might say, but it's never a good time. Work is always busy. There's always things for me to do. I don't want to get so far behind when I take time off. And I get that so much. So maybe you take off a couple days here and a couple days there. But whatever you do, take time off. Trust me, your work, your coworkers, your success will all benefit from you resting. You will come back stronger every single time. And lastly, number seven, I have me time before the workday begins. The days I feel my best are the days that I take time for myself before work to work out or meditate or read or journal or just sit outside and drink my coffee. Waking up at the last minute in the morning and rushing to work does not make me feel my best (laughs) or like I'm balancing my life and work very well. But getting up a little earlier to have some me time before the workday begins really does make a huge difference on my attitude and even just how I feel. It makes me feel like work isn't getting all of my time. Because at the end of the day, I'm tired. Aren't you tired? (laughs) I want to give the very best of me to me. And that's why I get up a little earlier and have me time before work. So what do you think? What boundaries are you excited to create to get your ideal work-life balance? How will you maximize your life 
time to make it feel bigger, richer, fuller than your work time does right now. Tell me everything. (laughs) You're amazing and I love you. Thank you for listening. You don't know how much it means to me. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving a review. Your genuine opinion helps new listeners decide if this podcast is worth their time. And also, when I see a new review, it just surprises and delights me. I don't have a website yet, but you can find me, Call Shelly, on all the social platforms. Please come say hello. I would love to hear from you. And stay tuned for more episodes like this coming soon. Have a beautiful day. Thank you.